If you're craving the time, energy, and capacity to put yourself first, run your business, and have a full life, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Radiant Soul Sisters podcast. I'm your host, speaker, coach, supporter, and fellow soul sister, Susan Cruz, and this is your space to shine. I will be connecting you to amazing, inspiring women who are living their best lives while constantly learning to create work-life harmony. If you are too, or you're craving this, we're here to cheer you on. I am so excited to have on this episode, my dear friend, Melissa Turnus. Melissa is a money guru. She is radiant and shining in so many ways. And I am just thrilled to call her friend and share her with you here today. Melissa, thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, yes, I can. And I'm so glad to be here with you. I love money and talking about money and walking people through all the different pieces of money. And I do it by blending the science of behavior, emotions, your personal history with money and practical strategies. So in a nutshell, that's it. Yes. So I didn't share listeners that um, I reconnected with Melissa at the very beginning of COVID and she has an awesome book and we went through a book club and we went through first, um, oh my gosh, help Thank me help her soul sister out. Think and Grow Rich for Women. <laughs> Think and Grow Rich for women, women. We went through that book first. And after reading that book as a group, we decided to do Melissa's book together as a group. And it was so enlightening and really brought to my attention some areas where I was spending money for the different reasons or the wrong reasons and areas where I might have been hoarding money for the wrong reason as well, right? We want to be balanced there. We want money to flow and it's energy, I believe, right? It is. So um, Melissa's program, Master Your Money Now, was fabulous. And I know she's even leveled it up even more. But Melissa, I have a question for you because as an entrepreneur, what is the biggest lesson you have learned about yourself? About myself, I have learned that just because I can do something for someone else doesn't mean I can do it for myself. Ah, and that, that, right. That's the place where when I realized, okay, I can do this for myself. It's how I got into doing what I do. Right. I could manage money for someone else. I was managing a $50 million budget at work and I couldn't manage my own. And that's where I started to see, you know, the biggest thing I've ever learned is we can't see the things we can't see for ourselves. Right. And so there are times that we need to bring our radiant soul sisters in to help us walk through whatever it is, because if we could see it, we could do it. You know, if we knew how to walk through it, we could. And sometimes we just need people to kind of come grab our hand and walk through life together. 
Absolutely. So it's very interesting that you, you say that years and years ago, when I was a, um, in a direct sales company, I had my first business coach. This was back in the 90s, right? Before coaching was really a thing. And I even remember Jimmy going, you're, you're hiring what? Huh? Why Are you would you playing that, baseball? Honey? Yeah. And it, as, as um, I worked with Reggie, I really met lots of goals that I was striving to meet. So I learned in the 90s how important a coach was right? But then I didn't use a coach for years and years and years. And when I was 46, I too realized that I had a terrible relationship with money Mm -hmm. and that I wasn't where I wanted to be at that age with money. Mm -hmm. But why, right? Why? And so I hired a money coach and this was before you and I knew each other, right? Mm -hmm. And when you learn your relationship with money and why you do the things you do, it changes everything, right? So having a coach, I couldn't see it for myself. Mm -mm. You know, I couldn't figure these things out. Right. And and I'm a coach, right? How crazy. But coaches need coaches Mm -hmm. to help bring things to life. Mm -hmm. So I agree 100% with you. 100%, you know, and I know you have coaches. I do. And nothing frustrates me more Mm -hmm. than when I'm on a call with my coach Uh and tell me something that I just told one of my clients, you know, like that morning, I'm like, but I know this, I just, you know, like, and it's so, it, it now tickles me. Yes. It's not a matter of knowing it. It's a matter of being able to like incorporate that into mm. that particular moment of your life. And, Absolutely. and the bigger thing that I know is, you know, we have physiology, we have brain patterns, we have emotions that are all then swirling around what we know. Right. And, and it impacts our ability to actually do the things that we know. Right. Because our brain is there trying to keep us safe. You know, all of these things are going on and it's like, now I'm like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. It, it, you know, I am there with you. Sometimes one of my coaches will say something. I'm like, what? Wait, I just shared that. That's a conversation I just had Mm -hmm. with a client. And what, what I think I find or what I'm finding is that oftentimes you bring the clients into your world that you're working on that space as well. And anyway, so it's just fascinating, super fascinating. So in, in your business world and your, in your personal world, you know, what is the one thing or the lesson that you've learned about achieving work-life harmony? Well, I would say it is, again, goes back to figuring out what it is you really want. Right. Because that's the place when we figure out what we really want mm-hmm. in that moment, right? We've, we've gotten clear on it. We know, okay, this is what I want. This is not what Susan wants. This is what, Melissa, you know, like, this is what yeah. I want. This is not what I'm supposed to want, but in getting clear on that, then I'm not out chasing every single thing that's out there in front of me. Right. And I think that's where when I got clear on that, 
mm-hmm. I could let go of, okay, yeah, that's not something I really like. And that's not something I really like. That's something I'm supposed to want. Right. But I, you know, that's not the part that appeals to me. And so when I get really clear on what appeals to me and what's for me, then all the other stuff that is where the work-life balance like completely okay. blows up because right. I'm something that I don't want. That's such a good point. Such a good point. Yeah. You know, when you're making these choices, um, you know, you've said to me before that I become the keeper of my calendar. Yes. And and what happens when when you are the keeper of your calendar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I it's the thing that I have come to recently is your your calendar can either be profitable or it can be a liability. It can either be an oh. asset or it can be a liability. Mm-hmm. So how do you make your calendar part of your profitability is by keeping your calendar, by you know structuring calendar systems that say, I meet with these type of people on these days and and I do this and I and in that way, you know, I can send my calendar link out to anybody and know that they're only getting in the places on my calendar where I have deemed that that particular kind of meeting is going to be. Right. Whether it's, you know, like whether I am excellent with clients in the morning or excellent clients in the afternoon, then that's how I block the availability that people can get to my calendar. And then you send them a link and you say, here, here's, here's what you need. Right. And they get to pick something that works for them. And it may be three weeks out. Right. But I no longer have to be in that moment of like, but I really want to, you know, what can I move around? How can I take away from what I've decided that I want in my life and give it to someone else outside of the bounds that I've set? Not that I don't ever do that. Right. But by and large, here's, here's where I do this type of work, whether it's going out networking or whether it's working on my business, Mm -hmm. those types of things are laid out in, in ways. And here's the link to the calendar. And this link might allow you access to Monday through Friday. This link may only allow you access Tuesday, Wednesday. This link may only access Friday, but that way I am now in control of my calendar and I can make my calendar profitable. Right. And in making my calendar profitable, I'm working a lot less. Yes. Oh my gosh. Once again, I have goosebumps and mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, I've never thought of my calendar in the term of profits and liabilities, right? Mm-hmm. I have always thought of my calendar in terms of, we've, of calendar blocking, right? This is when I work and this is mm-hmm. when I do this. I have my red things. You and I love colors oh. and paper, girl. <laughs> colors, co- right? If we're doing it in paper, we have all the colors. Yes. If we're doing it digitally, we have all the colors. We, we do. <laughs> we love us some colors and some paper, and, and we do use those colors. But thinking of it in terms of profitability and liability, I love that. And I love how you have talked about here using your calendar to bring that work-life harmony, right? And and you even mentioned, you know, there are times you have to step out, right? That's kind of when you're playing a different instrument, right? So for a measure in that score, you're stepping out, but you know you're going to come back 
and be back into creating that harmony. And I, I love that. It's so, the exception rather than the rule. Exactly. Right? Because when we started off, right? Like, oh, it was always, well, yes, I'll take, you know, right. I'll, I'll do all the things. Right. Then right. we get here on what we want and we're like, okay, all the things are not part of what yeah. I want. So now let's, and then it becomes the exception rather than the rule. Exactly. I love that. I love that. So tell me, what do you do most days to make your radiant soul shine? I wake up without an alarm clock. Oh yeah. I love that. It, it is when I started that again, okay. it, took, it took the calendar first. Right. Okay. So now people aren't on my calendar at eight o'clock in the morning. Right. Right. Nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm are my first appointments. Right. Because if I set it at, if I started at eight, then I have to like potentially set an alarm clock. Right. And so that, that space of stepping gently into the morning mm -hmm. and like, okay, great. I'm going to wake up when I wake up uh -huh. and then I'm going to just kind of ease into my day. And I'm not one of those with a rigid morning st structure somebody just asked me the other day what's your morning routine and I'm like routine implies that I do the same thing every day so yeah I probably don't have one of those <laughs> but again it's waking up without an alarm clock it's easing into the day it makes right. like this morning I listened to an audiobook at nice. uh, you know made breakfast you know and just kind of eased into the day because to me, that's where my brain starts to really percolate. Mm -hmm. right? It's that right. easing in and I'm like, oh, I keep little note cards everywhere. So like I have like little note cards that I write stuff on everywhere. And that's when, you know, as I'm easing into the day, there may be like three note cards that get scribbled on about, right. oh, I need to, da, 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 da. Yep. right. Oh, this would be a great idea. But when I'm rushed in the morning, I don't have that. Exactly. So this is the space where I just kind of get to like, you know, oh, here's the idea that comes to me. Right. And, and I think that's the space again of getting clear on what is it that you want, right? I tried the, the miracle morning, like get up and journal for 20 minutes and exercise for 20 minutes and just this for, and it was like, I was so stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for everybody that's for right. sure but but this is where I got to see when I do it the path that works mm -hmm. for me right I'm not a cookie cutter mm -hmm. when I do it in the path that works for me then I get really good results I get the same results right that someone who whose path is the miracle morning right I get the same result. I'm just doing it differently. And I don't have to be wrong or bad because I can't get up at five o'clock. And I mean, I could get up at five o'clock in the morning, right? but it's not my path. And I think that's where we start to like really be gentle with ourselves. Right. And I have nothing against somebody who does that. If that works for them, great. Yeah. And I think that's where we get really into that, that second place of, oh, my first part of life was all about following everybody else's rules and regulations. Right. And now I get to see what are my personal rules and regulations? What runs my life? 
Mm. What makes my life run well? And I get to do that. That's just powerful. And there's there's two things that come to my mind, Melissa, when I hear you say this is number one, you've given yourself permission to really be you. And in doing so, you're radiant, you're able to fulfill your dreams or work towards your dreams, and you're creating that life you love. Mm -hmm. And you've let go of comparison Mm -hmm. that I no longer have to compare myself to someone else's schedule or someone else's work day that, you know, hey, this is what works for them but that's not really what works for me. Mm-hmm. And I can create what I want or dream about mm-hmm. and do it mm-hmm. my way. Mm-hmm. And I think, do you think when we're aligned like that, that is when the magic really happens? It is. It is. You know? Because when I'm in that space, right, my creative juices are there. I I feel good. I'm not grumbling because God, she wants me to get up at 5 a.m. What is this? Right. I'm I am just I'm a happier person. Right. And just naturally flowing out of being a happier person, the rest of the stuff comes. Absolutely. Everything else just begins to grow in that. And it's like, oh, well, this is what it was meant to be. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Just love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing this, Melissa. I have gleaned some real golden nuggets um, today. I have learned or will now think of my calendar as profits and liabilities, correct? Mm -hmm. And you've helped me to remember to create the life I love. Don't worry, don't compare it to somebody else's. Use my calendar to create the life I love. So I've got one question left for you, but before we get there, I know that you've brought something for our listeners, a freebie, Mm -hmm. and I want you to tell us about that and also let us know how can the listeners connect with you? So masteryourmoneynow.com, easiest way to find me. Easiest way to get on my calendar. <laughs> it, it makes it, it's, it's one of those masteryourmoneynow.com and you can find all sorts of things there. You can find the financial power checklist, super okay. wonderful freebie to get an idea of, you know, what's your relationship with money? What's going on there, both business and personal. Right. And you can also grab the profitable calendar checklist there, which Perfect. is a great way to look at what am I doing in my calendar and is my calendar leading me to where I want to go? So it is, it's a great, you know, masteryourmoneynow.com is the easiest resource to find all sorts of information that you need about money, your calendar, all the good stuff. That sounds fabulous. And we will have that in the show notes Mm -hmm. as well. So if this episode has you thinking about how to put yourself first while living out your purpose and having work-life harmony, be sure to connect with me on all the socials at susancruzco.com is the website. The socials are at Susan Cruz. Or reach out to me for a time to chat. If you like the energy that we bring to you, 
connect with me for coaching or scheduling for an upcoming talk. Melissa, I have learned so much from you today, and I look think I'm going to put some things into place when I think about my profitable calendar. I'm going to your website, and I'm going to get that link and check it out because I know I can learn something there. But if we have someone listening today, what is that one thing, that biggest um, tip or piece of advice that you would share with that woman today? I would say, get clear on what it is that you want. Everything else flows out of, you know, this is the dream for my life. Everything else flows out of that. That's right. Because there's nothing worse than the old thing of like chasing the dream and realizing you've climbed the wrong mountain. Right. Chasing, you know, chasing after something and realizing that wasn't what I actually wanted. Right. So taking the time to get to know what is it that I want. And it's not an easy thing. Most people don't understand or have any clue of what they actually want, but taking that time to get to know what it is that they want and then diving full in. Right. I love that. I love that. Thank you, Melissa. I have enjoyed this so much. And listeners, if this episode has you thinking about how to put yourself first while living out your purpose and creating work-life harmony, be sure to connect with me on all my socials at Susan Cruz Co. Or reach out for a time to chat at SusanCruzCo.com. 